Welcome to season four of the Invest Your Best podcast with Allie Kay. Come along as I casually explore what it takes to live your best life mentally and physically by focusing on the things you can control, your thinking and actions. Come and listen as I have open, real, and honest conversations about what it takes to step into action to live your best life. It's time to invest your best. Welcome to the Invest Your Best podcast. I am your host, Ali Kay. And on this episode, this is going to be a good one. I'm excited about this episode. It is all about creating a new version of you, especially during this postpartum phase. Now, a lot of the times, especially during postpartum, you will hear women, and believe me, I am guilty of this too, of saying, oh, I just want to get back to the old me, or I can't wait to get back to feeling like my old self, you know, before baby or before um, a certain event has happened, whatever it might be, you know, maybe you get in a depression, a funk phase, and you're like, oh, I just want to feel like my old self again, you know? And I think definitely during the postpartum phase, this is, we hear it all the time. I can't wait to get back to myself. I can't wait to get back to myself. I, I was just saying this. And I was in the car with a friend, and she said her therapist said it's about not getting back to the old you. That's going back in time. That's like moving backwards. We want to progress forward. So it's not about getting back to you. It's about creating a new version of you. And I just thought that was just this amazing, profound thing that clicked with me. So this is what this episode is going to be about. It's all about creating a new version of you and how to start that. So stick around. So I am seven weeks postpartum and I'm not going to sit here and lie and say, you know, it's been a walk in the park. I've had two kids prior to this. So even knowing kind of what to expect and preparing myself as much as I could during the postpartum phase, just ways like being aware of postpartum anxiety or postpartum depression or telling myself, you know, your situation's temporary and you'll lose the weight and all the things and you'll get sleep eventually, like going into it with that mindset, thinking I'm preparing myself. I don't think you really can prepare yourself. What I'm trying to say is like, I'm still struggling, (laughs) you know, I that's pretty much how I can put it is I am still struggling during this period. And I feel like my postpartum depression and anxiety and just like my feelings of being in limbo, honestly, come in waves. Like there are days where I feel okay, like good. And then the next day I'll just feel very low 
And it's kind of just been this pattern of like feeling good and feeling really low for a couple of days and feeling like decent, you know, and that's kind of just been going on for seven weeks. And the biggest thing that I find myself thinking about is oh, I just want to get back to the old alley, you know, I want to feel like myself again. I feel like I'm in this limbo phase. And as I mentioned before, my friend was telling me about how her therapist said, you know, it's not about getting back to the old you. It's about creating a new version of yourself because that means you're pushing forward. You're moving forward. So I love that. And I feel like this is the time that I'm reinventing myself. You know, postpartum is such a delicate phase. Um, it's such a weird phase. It's it's a very trying phase. And this is a time where, you know, the focus is not on the past and what was, but it's about pushing forward and making sure that, you know, you're doing the best that you possibly can. So on this episode, we're talking about how to create a new you. Like, what does that mean and where do you even start? So I kind of want to just like talk about this in a general sense. I think I'm talking a lot about the postpartum phase just because I'm currently in it. And that's kind of like how I can give the examples. But really, even if you're not in the postpartum phase, this can apply to you in any situation of your life. Maybe you just came out of, you know, having a bad month. Maybe you're super stressed with your job and you're thinking about walking away from that job and you don't know, you know, what to do, where to start, who you are, you know, maybe you're in between um, a relationship. You just got a divorce. Maybe you broke up with someone and all of a sudden it's like, who am I? You know, so this episode is really about how to create a new version of you and start this journey. So in any sense, I think it's so important, no matter where you are in your life, it's so important to start prioritizing your mental and physical health first and having that goal. You know, I think that should be everyone's goal. And I know it's definitely mine during the postpartum phase. There's not a lot of things I can accomplish right now. You know, the focus is really taking care of my kids, you know, especially the baby. It's the baby that needs me the most right now. But I can't put myself on the back burner. You know, I always use the example of if you're flying in a plane and an oxygen mask goes down, you can't put it on other people first because then you'll just pass out and die, right? But if you put it on yourself first, then you're able to put the mask on the person next to you and the person behind you and the person in front of you. You know, when you take care of yourself first, you can take care of everyone else around you. So it's really having that goal of prioritizing your mental and physical health first. That's what it's all about. You have to come first. And a lot of the times, especially as a mother, we think that's being selfish, but it's not. I think it's a necessity and I think we have to really start focusing on our mental and physical health. And that's kind of like the first thing that you have to do in order to start this journey and creating and reinventing this new version of you. 
The second thing you have to focus on when you are creating this whole new version of you is your inner self talk. What is inner self talk? So basically your inner self talk is what you're telling yourself. What you tell yourself is what you believe. So if you're constantly telling yourself you're not good enough, you're not feeling the way you want to feel, you're not doing things right, you're not skinny enough, you're not smart enough, whatever it is that you're telling yourself, that's your reality. That's what you believe in. So you have to become aware of this inner self-talk. What are you telling yourself? I think for me, especially during this postpartum period, I keep telling myself that this situation is temporary. I think that's another major thing is understanding that Wherever you are in your life, if you're in a rough spot, postpartum, whatever it is, telling yourself that your situation is temporary and not permanent is so important because let's say you have 70 pounds to lose. If you look at yourself in the mirror knowing that you can make a change, you can lose this weight, your situation is not permanent, then you're going to tell yourself that you can do it and that inner self is going to change from negative inner self-talk to positive. So the inner self-talk is so important. What you are telling yourself. Remember, what you tell yourself is what you believe. So next time you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're tearing your postpartum body apart, you know, look at it in a different light. Change that inner self-talk to one that's, wow, my body's beautiful. It's strong. It just birthed a baby. But you know what? I can make it stronger. My situation is not permanent. And I think that's such a big part of this journey to creating a new version of you. Okay, so this whole new journey towards creating a new you, I've touched upon prioritizing your mental and physical health, having that goal. The next step is to really think about your inner self-talk, what you are telling yourself, and also know that your situation is temporary. It is not permanent. You are capable of change. You know, I, I think especially like during this postpartum time, The days can be super long, you know, but in the grand scheme of things, like my son is eight years old. So when I look back at it, I'm like, oh my gosh, like that was such like a fast period of time. Like it was so long ago. It was so short, you know, but of course the days feel really long. So just know that, you know, it's, it's temporary. And I think once you have that mind frame that the situation is temporary, you'll start appreciating it more, you know? And I think that's probably been the most like connection I've had, especially accepting my postpartum body is like, I'm able to look at myself in the mirror and get dressed. And yes, it can be super frustrating as hell when nothing fits you. You know, I feel like I have a fupa and, you know, I take pictures and I look large and, you know, you're just very critical of yourself. But I feel like I've made such a big like progression compared to my other postpartum times with my body because I can like really embrace it. You know, I'm showing my arms, I'm wearing kind of like tight clothes and, you know, I'm on social media blasting my body because I also, I've, I've learned to appreciate it in this moment because I know it's just temporary and 
I can change it. And because it's temporary, I can appreciate it more because it won't be like this forever, if that makes sense. And I think that's also for like, you know, these hard times in your life. If you're struggling, if you have a tough job, if, you know, whatever the situation is, know that the situation is going to eventually change, you know, because it's not permanent. And that way you can really kind of just like embrace it for what it is. It's not permanent. It's just temporary. Um, I think those are like two big major things. The next thing I want to talk about is like your basic needs. Are you fulfilling your basic needs? And maybe this is like maybe number two or honestly maybe number one. I guess it kind of goes under like prioritizing your mental and physical health. But what I mean by basic needs is like, are you getting adequate sleep? Are you getting enough calories in your day? Are you focusing on foods that love you back? I call this a basic needs because your body needs to be fueled properly. And especially during this time, I'm nursing, you know, so, you know, when you're like nursing, you are so hungry. I've been craving like sugary, I'm talking donuts. Oh my God, guys, I had like five donuts in one day. I I hate to confess that, but I did it. I had probably like a whole box of the assorted donuts from Dunkin' Donuts, ate them all, and I felt like complete shit. And I feel like shit when I eat these sugary foods that I have been craving and I have been indulging in. And I know I'm not feeling my body properly. I have this connection where I know I can feel a certain way once I eat things, you know, like anytime I eat grilled chicken, I feel really good. You know, I feel fueled. Anytime I eat sugary, like a donut, I feel really like happy in the moment. And then I feel disgusting. And I think like just having that mindset of, hey, I need to give my body fuel. You know, I need to survive. I need to get through this postpartum period. I need to get through this rough patch in my life, whatever you're going through. Therefore, I need to fuel my body properly. And Dr. Eamon was talking about, if you guys don't listen to Dr. Eamon, you need to go follow his Instagram, his TikTok. He has like shows on YouTube. He's amazing psychologist who just gets it. Um, I really love listening to his content, but he was talking about, you know, focusing on foods that love you back. Foods like alcohol, foods like sugar, you know, processed foods. These are all foods that make you feel like crap. They don't properly fuel your body. You store fat, you gain weight on them. You feel groggy, tired after you indulge in them. They don't love you. But when you, you know, focus on foods with nutrients and whole foods and, you know, the greens and all the things, you feel fueled, you feel good, you feel light and airy, you know? So it's really having that connection. And I think especially if your goal is weight loss, rather than focusing on, you know, cutting calories and being in a deficit, which you know, can be very restrictive, like restrictive thinking, just focusing on the foods that fuel you will really help you just, I don't know, shift that perspective where you don't feel just like you're restricted. And, you know, when you feel restricted, you want to go binge and all the things, but really just having that shift that you really need to take care of your basic needs during this time. Another thing is like, especially during the postpartum phase, I am trying to drink all the water. 
I tell my coaching clients this all the time. Drinking water is a basic need that will make all the difference in your life, especially if you're a nursing mom, pumping mom, um, someone who might not be able to go move their bodies, you know, getting water will make all the difference. It's going back to your basic needs. That's a basic need. Same with sleep. You know, I feel like when I put the baby down at night, he goes down around like 11. He's been having this like sleep regression where he's been staying up from like 6 p.m. to 10 like a bat like a wide-eyed bat he just stares at me and I have to pat his butt I have to walk around with him swaddled pacifier you know then he spits his pacifier out that he wants to nurse for like a minute then he doesn't want to nurse and he wants a bottle you know it's like all the things and I'm exhausted by the time it's 10 o'clock and I know that I have like a solid three hours because he'll sleep for three hours after that 10 p.m. like once I put him down and instead of going to sleep I've been scrolling on my phone because you know like as a mom where like even though you're so tired you just want to have that like alone time and you know as a result we sit on the couch we watch our shows until like midnight even though we're exhausted or we scroll on our phones and that's exactly what I've been doing and I've been getting no sleep whatsoever. And I feel like absolute crap because that basic need is not getting fulfilled. And I've had to just really recognize like I need to get off my phone and I need to go to sleep. I need to give myself sleep, you know, that basic need. So I really do encourage you. I I get what it's like to want that time to yourself, especially at night, even though we're tired, but getting sleep is such a basic need that will make all the difference to you feeling, you know, energized and helping you start your journey and progress to this new version of you. So really fulfilling that basic need of sleep. We'll be back after a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. All right, another step on this whole journey to creating a new version of you, you know, getting this new version of you, especially if you're in this postpartum phase, is asking for help. I think that is such a major thing, especially asking for help to give yourself, you know, that self-care and that you time. You know, I think back when I was a first-time mother to Lucas, my firstborn, and I really didn't have an, ident- an identity before I had him. You know, as soon as I had him, I was a mom. I was a stay-at-home mom, and I loved it. But I also had this thing where I thought I couldn't ask for help because I was a stay-at-home mom, and this was my job. Like, I never thought to have babysitters. You know, I really didn't have my mom watch him. I, I I did all the things and I was exhausted and I was burnt out. And I'll never forget, it wasn't until he was 13 months old 
that I had a girl who was actually like one of my really good friends to this day come every other Tuesday for like two hours to watch him. And it was like life changing because I never left him. I never gave myself time, you know, just to even like have like a lunch by myself or go outside and walk by myself. Like I literally, me and him were attached to the hip because I thought that's, that's was, that was being a good mom that was doing it, you know? And obviously things have shifted a lot as I've had more kids and I've gotten busier, but you know, getting you time again is not a selfish thing. You know, you need that time and you can ask for help. And I'm not saying go hire a nanny or anything like that, but you know, you can ask your significant other for help, you know, give yourself an hour or 30 minutes, whatever you need, ask for help. And don't be ashamed of that because that is a necessity for you. Again, it's going back to like prioritizing your mental and physical health. I tend to push people away when I get like stressed out or feeling like down and out. And I've really had to open myself up during this postpartum period for people to help me. You know, now I welcome all the help and I have a village that helps me, you know, and I think that's definitely helped me to start feeling more like myself and, you know, creating this version, this new version of myself and starting this journey of pushing forward because I'm asking for help and I'm giving myself that time that I truly need to re-energize. Another thing I want to talk about is if you are stuck with anxiety, depression, postpartum anxiety, postpartum depression, I think the biggest thing you have to work through this, you know, you have to work through this and process it in order to progress forward on this journey, especially in creating, you know, a new version of you, which we all are doing, especially during this postpartum period. And one of the things I've been doing for anxiety, I have been struggling with anxiety and intrusive thoughts where, you know, I start thinking these bizarre things in my mind. Um, and they're intrusive thoughts. And what I've been doing is I keep a journal for in the morning and before I go to bed and I start writing a gratitude list. And really writing that gratitude list is shifting that perspective of the anxiety, the fear, you know, the negative thoughts into positive ones. So that's something I do for anxiety. But again, there's so many different ways to manage and handle anxiety. And if you are struggling, especially with like depression too, I'll tell you, going to the OBGYN, I have a problem saying like, hey, yeah, I have felt kind of low. You know how they ask you those like, um, questions as soon as you walk in, they're just like preliminary questions. Like, have you, do you feel safe at home? Have you been feeling sad? You know, it's, I think it takes a lot of courage to say, yeah, I I have been feeling sad. And I just want to let you know that even if you haven't told your doctor that, or you don't feel comfortable telling your doctor that at that moment, there's still different ways to get help. Um, there's ways online, there's counseling services online. Um, again, this is where like you can call a friend, you can ask for help, but really 
processing this depression and this anxiety is key. One, you have to be aware of it. You know, if you are crying every day in the shower, that's a sign that you are dealing with depression and you're not alone and it's okay and you can definitely work through this. But I think the biggest thing is becoming aware of it and seeking help for it. And there's no shame about it. You know, I will be the first to say that I seek treatment for depression, anxiety, but I didn't go the route of like telling my doctor this. I had to go online and seek a counselor and stuff like that. So I just want to let you know if you're not comfortable saying it at your doctor's office or maybe you're just now like realizing, hey, I am struggling with these things. There's all different types of help and resources. Um, If you're unsure of them, message me on Instagram and I will connect you any way possible. But I think really recognizing that you are struggling with anxiety or depression is such key because you have to process it, you have to manage it, and you have to cope with it in order to push forward in this whole new journey. I think another biggest thing in starting this whole new journey towards a new you, especially during postpartum, is to find an outlet. You know, for me, my outlet, this is my outlet, the podcast. You know, I use this podcast honestly as like, a counseling session for me, but also it's really fulfilling for me and I get fulfilled out of it. And I feel like right now I'm doing it and I feel energized and I'm going to go home and I feel, I feel good that I did this. You know, I feel like I created something and I put something out there and I just encourage you that you do find some type of outlet, whether it's journaling, whether it's running, Um, or walking outside, you know, again, another outlet for me is running. I really, really encourage everyone, you guys know, if you've been listening to this podcast since day number one, go move your body. But like running for me is the time where I am in my head. I get to process stuff. I get to think of stuff. I get to create stuff. I get to, you know, listen to my music. It's all the things and it's definitely an outlet for me. Journaling is a great outlet for me that I can do at home on the days that, you know, I am in the house with the baby. But I think like in any situation, even if you're not postpartum, having some type of outlet, and that might be like joining a book club every week, but having some type of outlet is really going to help you, you know, on this journey towards creating a new version of you. But the biggest thing that I can say is you have to give yourself grace during this time in your life. Whether you are postpartum, in a tough spot, whatever your situation is right now where you might be feeling down and out, give yourself grace. And I just want to say your situation is not temporary and you are not alone. So what I'm trying to say just to wrap up this episode is it's not about going back to feeling like the old you. You know, we do not want to go back in time. We don't want to look back in the past. We don't want to focus on the past. We want to focus on the present, the now, the here and now. You know, it's such a great time to be alive. We're thankful for this opportunity and we're going to focus on pushing forward. And This is a time, it's an exciting time to just create a new version of you. And of course, it doesn't just happen overnight. It happens in steps. And these are some of the steps that you can take that I've kind of shared. Another big thing that I do want to share that kind of clicked with me is 
this time, the time that you are putting in the work, the times that are hard to get to where you want to be is the rewarding part. I don't know if you've ever hit like a major goal. I know for me, like when I hit my weight loss goal, you know, where I could say I lost 70 pounds. Yeah, it was very rewarding. But I look back and the rewarding part that I especially miss, like once I hit that goal was the work that I was putting in towards reaching that goal, you know, the process of it, fall in love with the process of putting in the work. And I think that the biggest way you do that is by staying present in the moment and focusing on what you can control day by day. So rather than looking at the big picture, focus on what you can control and stay in the here and now. All right, that is it for today's episode. I just briefly want to talk about my online coaching. Um, It's an exciting time because I just offered a new feature on my online coaching app where I can place all my clients in a group chat for additional support and accountability, which is really exciting for me because I think, you know, it's one thing where I'm giving you accountability, but to also place you in a group with other people going through the same thing that might have the same goals as you, I think is really important, especially if you're on this like journey towards becoming your best self. You know, we love accountability. Also, my coaching plan includes meal plans, workout plans. Guys, I am on this app 24 seven. Like I send out video messages every day. I do voice memos to you. If you have any questions, I have clients that basically just tell me about their day. You know, when we go back and forth, like some of my clients vent to me and that's okay. This is what I'm here for. I really am like here to help you in any way possible. And my online coaching is all about giving you the resources to start investing and becoming your best self. This program is not for everyone because it's not about like overnight results. I'm trying to help you create a sustainable lifestyle and how I do that is by starting really, really small. And, you know, I tell clients go outside and walk for five minutes or just start the day off with a plant-based shake. You know, it's not about extremes and I don't give you meal plans expecting you to like follow them, you know, day end and day night. Oh my gosh, I cannot talk y'all. But like, I don't expect you to follow these meal plans perfectly. Eventually you might get there, but I tell my clients, you know, we're starting small and maybe just start one recipe. So it's not about overnight results. It takes time. But the biggest thing is that I want to help give you the resources, the accountability and the support to start building sustainable habits. So that is all about my coaching program. If you want to learn more information about it, you can go to www.investyourbestwithallyk.com. Of course, I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Alexandra Will. Really exciting. On October 31st, I am starting a two-week sober swap challenge where for two weeks you are part of an accountability group where you are taking the promise to become alcohol free for two weeks, whether you just want to reset your relationship with alcohol, you want to become sober, possibly you're sober curious. You want to just see what it's like to go alcohol free. Um, This is the group for you. And I'll kind of just be sharing behaviors that you can replace drinking with. 
And honestly, it's just about keeping the promise to yourself and being in a like-minded group for these two weeks. So look out for more information on that. That link will be on my Instagram page and that's starting October 31st for two weeks. So that will put you out right before the holidays. All right, guys, this has been another episode of the Invest Your Best with Allie Kay. I appreciate you guys listening and I will catch you next week.